Snooper Dooper. Welcome back, everybody. We are here, the 4th and 3 crew, for another episode. We are looking at the Week 7 preview. Apologies for not getting the recap out. We had technical difficulties due to a snowstorm on Monday. And, and COVID. Then due to Tuesday. Um, it's funny. We we made that joke Tuesday, I think. Yeah. The COVID we, jokes. Yeah, we tried to do a, a virtual show, and I messed up. Or something with my computer was funky. Didn't get out. But uh, that's actually really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Segway, very same well. point. Uh, so, anywho, with me as always are my co-host Jared, Jared, and Andrelfio. Andrelfio. How was everyone's week? Excellent. Good. Beautiful. All right, let's jump right in. We got kind of a little bit longer show because we're going to cover some of the recap stuff. So let's get that out of the way. Um, I'm not going to be as detailed before, um, not because I don't want to, but because I don't have my phone on me. So that's that. Uh, game number one: the Broncos over the Patriots. They won eighteen to twelve. Uh, really took it to Cam Newton and the New England Patriots. They really weren't into it until the very end when uh, the fourth quarter Cam had a rushing touchdown with about seven minutes left, and then they just couldn't pull back together after that. Field goals. Would you say that was the upset of the week? Um. Yeah. I I don't know. I get, yeah, I guess I was definitely surprised by that, but I would still say no. I would still have to go to the Bucks game. I say that was the upset of the week. I guess I would. Yeah, yeah I, no, I'm still gonna give it to the Broncos. I mean, the Bucks beating the the Packers was not that shocking. And that's yeah. all, I mean, we didn't think it was coming, but exactly. that's not like I guess it's the way they won is more. That, I guess I'm taking fair. that more into account. It, they were nine points favorites. The Patriots were. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Bad. Moving on, we got the Titans. They beat up on the Texans in overtime, 42-36. to Derrick Henry. The Steelers squashed the Browns' hopes. They won 38-7. to uh, The Ravens skirted by the Eagles by two points. They won 30-28. to Carson Wentz ra- rallied them late. He looks good, dude. He awesome. had th- three rushing touchdowns in four games. Yeah, uh, the, the Giants got the W over the football team. They won 20 to 19. I actually didn't see, I'm assuming, because I was watching that game when it was like 13 13, and I saw Washington score a touchdown, so they must have missed that extra point, which yeah. is crucial. Um, the Falcons crushed the Vikings 40 to 23. However, the game was not as close as that score appears. We were pretty much, I think, I think it was 33 to three at one point or 33 to 10. Yeah. But quick shout out, Justin Jefferson, dude looks legit. Oh, he's a baller. Super yeah. legit. I'm jealous. He's number four in we the NFL right now. As far as receiving yards go. That's um, nuts. Stefan Diggs has him by 18 yards. Ooh. But if you keep in mind, Jefferson didn't really play the first two weeks. Yeah, shut up. So that's huge. Shut up. Boom. Um, but best to digs also. I, I I do like to see him doing well. Um, and if you guys haven't seen, I know I sent it to both of you, but if you haven't seen the Gridiron the Heights, Iron Heights oh, watch yeah. that. The opening joke had me dying. It was super funny. Um, what is that on? Bleacher Report. Bleacher yep. Report. Go to the Instagram of Bleacher Report. It's probably really old because they post like a hundred things a day. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Content. It's all that matters. Though. It is. Uh, cat Battle. The Lions beat the Jaguars 34 to 16. Cap um, battle. Really took care of them thoroughly. Gardner Minshew did not do a whole lot. Uh, the fourth and three team came back to beat the Bengals 31 to 27. Huge. That was looking horrendous for oh, yeah. the Colts at first. Not good. That defense held strong. And Trey Burton, flexi of last week. Good pick, Jerry. Yeah, that was, did us right. that was, a, that was a very flexi pick. I'll say I will give that one to you. I said it after the game. I was like, Jared was absolutely right. And I think that started off immediately, too. So little round of applause for you. Uh, the Bears beat the Panthers. I did call that one. Teddy was not going to play well against mm-hmm. Chicago. He correct. just doesn't do it. And he threw two really bad interceptions. And in we that all game, know why. Which led them to lose 23 to 16. Uh, Go Nick Foles. Dolphins beat the Jets 24-0. It was pretty embarrassing. Adam Gase 0-6. Do you, all right, question before I move on. Is Adam Gase going to get fired before the end of the year? Yes. No, I'm saying yes as well. You don't think so? I think like week 13. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll say you got to think long game. Like, I, not, I, I agree. It was going to be in those. Yeah, I'll say it's, it's, it's going to be later. They're going to give him the opportunity, but they just cut Love Bell, who he never wanted anyway. And I think they're going to like see like what would have happened, and it's not going to go well. No, they have Joe not. Flacco currently, and Sam Darnold sees ghosts. Uh, the Buccaneers ended up beating the Packers 38 to 10. Uh, not what anyone was expecting, especially after watching that first quarter. 
the Green Bay Packers quickly went up 10 nothing, um, and then on their third possession, Aaron Rodgers threw a pick six, which it's like, okay, whatever. Give yeah. them one, you know, but it was just a meltdown at that point. They couldn't get anything on the ground going, couldn't get anything through the air going. The defensive, the defensive line was just harassing Rodgers all game. And then the, um, who are we talking about? The Buccaneers ended up scoring 38 unanswered points. Yeah. And it should be known that Jared actually sent me an Instagram link the other day that was Carson Wentz's interceptions in the last like nine games compared to Aaron Rodgers in his entire career. Carson Wentz didn't throw a pick this week. Aaron Rodgers threw two. So in your face, suck it. Yeah, I will suck it. One thing that this proves for Aaron Rodgers is I don't necessarily think Aaron Rodgers is a baller in the aspect that in any point in his career, he loses more games when trailing at any point in any game. He has a losing record when he's trailing. When he's trailing at any point, he could be trailing by three in the first quarter. And he has a better chance to lose that game than if he's up by three in the first quarter. <clears throat> Russell Wilson comes back all the time. Oh, he yeah. Makes his lead. He, yeah, he's it, leads, leads the league in fourth quarter comebacks. Leads the league. And also in the nine years he's played, he's lead the le- led the league in comebacks if he's down by any point. He has the highest winning percentage. Tom Brady, same thing. It just proves to me that your team follows your energy of the quarterback. Same thing yeah. for the Vikings, right? They kind of want to follow that energy. And if you're down and Aaron Rodgers is like, oh, I'm going to pat the stats now for my legacy, blah, 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 through two two interceptions in the game. He's trying to have a gr- better QPR. That's kind of the record he's looking for. Yeah. It's like, dude, get your head out of your ass and move the ball down the field and get back coming to it. I don't yeah. know. He's a bailer, honest, but not Jared, a baller. I got to be honest, Jared. This is a side of you I don't think I've ever thought I would see. No, oh, it's true. I say that's a very honest answer. And mm-hmm. I re- but you, I, I will give it to the Bucks. Their defense looked so good yeah they were just they looked dialed and that is very intimidating and i did not think the bucks were going to be like this amazing team i figured they'd probably squeak into the playoffs but oh does that push the bucks into top five power ranking or no colin coward had him number one okay uh does it bring the packers out of the top five power ranking? yes it brings the packers out but i don't think it puts the bucks up interesting and because this is what this is the biggest question that comes around looking at that loss is this the same Packers team of last year where you're going to dominate the, 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 uh, I don't want to say bad teams, but the, you know, not, not above Mediocre. average teams, you know, the, the average to the bad teams yeah. and then have struggles with the actual top teams. Or is this just kind of a little fluky thing? Tom Brady came in and carved up the defense. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have to be on the field very much. So that helps. No. And I, I do give credit. Like every good team is, prone to a bad game mm-hmm. so no I, I don't think this like truly devastates the Packers as a whole like it sucks but again the Bucks defense played out of their mind Tom Brady's Tom Brady and again you put it in the same time if Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones don't have a good game it's not a lot you can do yeah the, the only honestly the Packers aren't going to win the Super Bowl they're the same team that they've been the last few years same team that they were last year if the defense doesn't get takeaways right away they're probably not going to win so you, you need it in the end. I'll say I'm oh, still, you, you I'm still very yeah. interested to watch. The Packers defense is not solid. Devon- I mean, the, the linebacker core blows. Christian Kirk or Kirksley's out. Guys are missing Martinez for sure. Mar- well, for yeah. sure. Martinez is, well, for tackling purposes and fantasy. Yes. No. Run stuffer still. <laughs> um, you need that guy. <laughs> but defensive line's good. Cornerbacks are still solid. We just got carved up up the center, and that's why Gronk had a great day. I actually predicted... Not not today. You guys weren't there for that. Yeah. I predicted to my dad that the Vikings beat the Packers next week. Not because the Vikings are a better team, but this is just kind of how that crap goes. You should hear yeah. the talks. People are calling for Zimmer's head. They're call- they're saying fire uh, Spielman. They want to get rid of Cousins. They like just cut Cousins and take the $40 million cap hit. Ooh. That's what, what it's like in Minnesota right now. Dude, trust me. I and see this the is the perfect thing. time for Kirk Cousins to come back. He's going to throw 400 yards, four touchdowns, be great, and then he's going to be asked for the rest of the season again. Yeah, I'll say I'm, I'm interested to see. Ooh, um, it's in Green Bay. It is, is in it? Green Bay. It's even more cold. reason. Even more reason. He's yeah. going to be cold. But Dalvin still, will be back. Alexander Madison was a huge letdown. Huge. Like a huge letdown. Huge. And I even I almost picked him as a flexi pick last week, and you guys were like, he's a lock. Yeah. That is, <laughs> oh my. And trust me, everyone thought that. Like, there's no reason not to think that. But that was a huge, huge letdown, especially against the Falcons. I don't know. 
That was weird. I figured you guys were going to beat the, I think I I picked the Vikes to win. We all picked the Vikes yeah, I think to we win. We all did. That was uh don't listen to us that. Okay. All right, moving Sad. on. Moving on. That was a lot of Packer talk. The Rams were looking a little slow against the 49ers. They lost 24 to 16. The Chiefs went ahead and beat the Bills 26 to 17. What's exciting about this game is they did not beat them through the air. They just signed Le'Veon Bell and then Clyde Edwards Hilaire oh had a little goodness. fire lit under his butt. And oh, yeah. he rushed for 160 yards, something like that. Yeah, he was he was rushing for eight yards a carry through, yeah. I believe, halfway through the fourth quarter. Yeah, like, that was a wake up call for him. Um, it actually makes me worry about Le'Veon Bell a little bit. Hopefully he's I mean it looks like Levan's going to be a gold gold touch type of back. It's it's Andy Reid, bro. He's going to use Le'Veon Bell. Well, certainly. Like, can you imagine so. that marriage? Oh, Brian Westbrook ask. All right, let me oh, ask, ask a fantasy question better. for you guys this week. Would you rather start Chase Claypool or Le'Veon Bell? Oh, Claypool. Claypool. Don't even question it, dude. I mean, I would personally, because I know this is your exact situation. Chase Claypool has been at least consistent over the last two weeks, if not three. I don't know what it is. Two for sure. Um, and like they show they're using him, and that's with a complete backfield because Deontay Johnson played last week. No, he no, was out. doesn't even matter. Deontay might come back this week though. Yeah, and still, but like if you play Le'Veon and he's still getting used to the system, maybe he gets like seven to ten carries, and you know gets even five yards a carry, you're getting not a ton of points. See, so, my whole thing is I feel like Le'Veon is. I don't want to say guaranteed a touchdown, but I think very likely to get a touchdown. Because how many times when you get a new player, do you just plug them in in the red zone to be like, all right, look yeah. what we did. Let's show it off a little bit, you know? So I, they, we did that when we got JHI and we tried. We gave him like three carries in a game and he busted off a 43-yard touchdown. And it was like, oh, oh my goodness. Nothing. No, he's, he was Where is JHI? Uh, he is actually a professional esports um, FIFA player. You're lying. I am Dead ass serious. Oh my gosh. What a world we live in. EA Sports. It's in the game. It's in the game. Uh, the Cardinals dismantled the Cowboys on Monday night. That looked horrendous if you were a Cowboy fan. Uh, Andy Dalton did not Love get it, it done. He looked very porous, which frustrated me because I was really high on the red rifle. Um, he just could not hit his marks. Uh, he He's, I mean, they put up 10 points and that touchdown was super garbage time with like three minutes left to Amari Cooper. And I think it took them, it was fourth down for them to score that. Yeah. And it, and it should be known though, that they are now missing four of their five original starters on the offensive line. So you're finally seeing what happens when the Cowboys don't have a line. Well, also they got Adrian Peterson running the ball. I mean, Zeke Elliott. True. But he Humbling. hasn't done... Dude, the funny thing—I don't—I don't know if you were listening to that game, um, but one of the reporters was like, "Yeah, I did an interview with Zeke, and he was like, Not yeah, man. sometimes they come in bundles, um, but yeah, trust me, I won't fumble again for the rest of the season. Fumbles twice in the game after he says that. Too many butterfingers. Oh Too my many. goodness, that's got to shouldn't eat that popcorn. Burn in the hand to say the least. But hilarious for me as an Eagles fan, loved it. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much caps the recap. Uh, before we move on here, I just want both of you to tell me what was your most impactful game of the week not the Packers game because we all agreed on that one fair honestly um and obviously I'm, I'm gonna pick my home team but I really thought we we're gonna just absolutely get throttled in that Ravens game Carson Wentz showed a lot to me like I was starting to have my doubts and as a Carson Wentz truther for a long time for him to go so low and then pick it all up towards the end I know that that touchdown to Travis Fulgham was on just kind of a heave well-placed ball. Travis Fulgham's tr actually starting to be something. And we held the Ravens to a decent game. Like, offensively, they really didn't do anything. Like, you had Lamar Jackson. He didn't do really anything. Well, they put up 29 points of fantasy. Well, that's because I think he had 100 yards rushing. That's Most kind of a lot. It is. But passing, held him down. And the rest of, like, I don't know. I was actually pretty impressed with our game plan. So, I'm actually excited. Our schedule gets a little bit easier from here. Compared to 49ers, Steelers, Ravens. We play the Giants. I'm yep. excited. Yeah, and I think the one big turnaround I thought uh, this week was that 49ers-Rams game. You know, if the Niners would have lost, it would have been done. You in called the entire that division. Too. I did call that. Yeah. I, well, it was liver, you know, you're either going to win and you're going to keep moving on and have a chance to make the playoffs, or you're going to lose and you're going to be completely out. So now that they won, they have still have a chance to make the NFC wild card. Probably not the division, but definitely a wild card spot. They could turn it around. Yeah, and the cards aren't as good as I thought they were going to be. 
Oh, right. I mean, well, that first game was awesome. Oh, yeah. And then after this game, also awesome. But I still don't think they played. It was the one big catch at the end. Like, that's kind of what, like, solidified it for me. What? The, what DeAndre catch? Hopkins, the six-yard catch from Kyler Murray in the Dallas oh, that was, game. Uh, Christian Kirk. That 80-yard touchdown? No, not the 80-yard touchdown. It was like Hopkins didn't catch a touchdown. Oh, no. 60-yard no, catch. 69-yard oh. rushing touchdown by none other than Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Can you, yeah, and that, that beat me in my other league, and it sucked. Yeah, honestly, that one hurts. I get that, though. I, for me, the statement game of the week was the Steelers just beating on the Browns. Uh, everyone was starting to get pretty high on the Browns. Stevan Kavansky really turned that franchise around, really with the rushing game, but they just did not show up. And uh, not only did the Steelers' offense show up, but their defense is elite. Minka. It is, I you know, for my power rankings, I kind of have the Steelers at number one now. I Honestly, I would agree with you. And they could have been the team of fourth and three. They could have been. Benry, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, hey, thanks for sticking around. That's it. We'll see you next week. Just kidding. We're going to take a short little break. It's going to be a couple seconds for you, a couple Got minutes em. for us. And we'll talk about the weekly news and thoughts. Jump right into our pickings for the coming weeks. And your favorite part, who getting flicks? On fourth and three. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for sticking around. All right, we're going to jump into the weekly news and thoughts. We actually tackled quite a bit of it going through the recap, um, but we'll talk about a couple things. Um, Gronkowski scored his first touchdown as a Buccaneer. As a Buccaneer. As a Buccaneer. <laughs> Top bunk. Since, and that has been since 2018. Uh, the Steelers lost their linebacker, Devin Bush, which is the only thing that Huge kind of loss. scares me about putting the Steelers as high up as I am. Huge. Uh, Adam Gase is apparently not worried about his job. He's worried about winning games. Where we heard that before. Um, the Vikings quarterback, Kirk Cousins, says if he keeps throwing interceptions, that he won't finish the season. We all know that's a lie yeah. because your backup, Sean Mannion. Uh, Romeo Cornell failed the two-point try versus the Titans, and the Texans wanted to put it out of reach for them. Uh, Cam Newton is 2-3 and three with the Patriots. Uh, let's see some of these other... I don't point fingers. I point, I point thumbs. Th- yeah, he's pointing uh, back at himself. I give him that. Titans... Taylor Luan is up for the season with a torn ACL. Big loss. Stefanski took a big hurt or a big hit, but Baker Mayfield is cleared and he's going to come back. However, that might not help the Browns that much because he's not that great. Miles Sanders is out this week for the Eagles. Bummer. And Zach Ertz is expected to miss a few weeks as well. But that doesn't really seem to matter. No. Patrick, if you're listening, trade me. Matt Nagy <laughs> is not satisfied with the Bears 5-1 start. He thinks that they're not playing well offensively because they're not. Um the 49ers say Raheem Mostert will likely head to the IR, which means another three weeks for him. Ooh, sad. Uh, former first-round pick John Ross requests a trade from the Cincinnati Bengals, wants a fresh start. I wonder why. What could be the problem going on there? Uh, he's uh, not getting enough game time, and he wants to go to the Patriots. They're, they're testing out youth, though. Like, they're a young team. You have to try John out Ross guys. is young. He is, but in comparison to, to T. Higgins and... Um, Dude, John Ross is like 23. Tyler Boyd is still yeah. a monster. John Ross, this is John's third year in the league, I think. Right? Yeah, I He's think been, he went in at 20, 20 years old. I don't think Zach Taylor like game plans for him, though. And that's the thing. Like When you have A.J. Green, T. Higgins, and um, Tyler Boyd, like that's a competent wide receiver group. Yeah. How often do you go five, four wide receiver sets? Not very often. He's like Trayvon Austin. Yeah, so like when you're not going to play a guy like that, like obviously he Percy wants Harvin. To, yeah, he wants to go somewhere. Move on kick returns. We traded Percy, though, because... Not really, because he wanted. That was to leave. a migraine thing. We were sick. We were sick of his migraines. Stuff. He won a Super Honestly, Bowl. Honestly, the migraines were only there for his first year, I think. But he did. I, I always he was always injured. Yeah, and, and it's still better. Concussion, whatever. ankle, back, yeah. all of it. He was. Yeah. Also, he didn't want to play. And it's still better than Ray Lewis killing a person. So. Um, let's see. What are we talking about? Like Christian McCaffrey is unlikely to play this weekend against the Saints, but there's a good chance he will return Week Eight. Ooh, Mike McCarthy. Um, on reports of Cowboys discontent, he says it's important to talk as men one-on-one. Is Dallas Dunzo? Ooh, yes. I think so. I think so, too. Yeah. They, they just, need to rebuild. Yeah, I don't think they need to rebuild. They just need to uh, 
They obviously don't have the leadership there. They should no. trade and- picks to Minnesota. They should trade for Harrison Smith. Well, yeah. It'll be a reverse Herschel Walker trade. Honestly, and you and that was a game that Leighton Van Der Esch was back. Uh, and then Saints coach Sean Payton says wide receiver Michael Thomas's discipline is over, and the only reason he wouldn't play this weekend is if his ankle is not better. But it's been like eight weeks, well, not eight seven. Yeah, and whoever he punched in the face is obviously over it. It's sad. And no. also the Raiders all line. Oh yeah, that's that's big yeah. news. I'm not. I'm gonna say second biggest news of the week. Raiders agree. O-line. All right. What was the name? Trent Brown? Trent Brown. As left the COVID. So they removed <laughs> all linemen from practice, <laughs> which COVID. you can imagine how that really affect, affected games or affected their practice time. Um, no news as to whether or not that game is going to get delayed or not. But at this point, probably a good chance, right? We're probably maybe looking at another Tuesday game. Or you're talking there to sell their entire offensive line. Like if no one else is sick, they just play with all of their backup offensive linemen, which would suck for anyone that has just. Well, at, at, at least there's yeah. no fines. Though. Yeah, there's no fines for the NFL teams. They were fining people if they got COVID. Like they were going to find the Titans. They were fining if you got COVID if you weren't following the protocol. Yeah, if you, yeah, if, if you broke, broke well, which I'm sure they all are. I mean, it's not like they got spies out there watching them. The Titans yeah. weren't. They they were supposed to be shut down, no contact with each other, and some of the players went out and had their own practice. Yeah, they, they yeah, practiced, they that was yeah, they practiced at a local high school. Yeah, yeah. which is like yeah. okay, all the high schoolers are posting on Snapchat, blah blah blah. It's like you can go out to a field and practice, and nobody's gonna will follow you. Apparently they do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> apparently they do. <laughs> like they got caught. No, they don't matter. But biggest news of the week, at least in my opinion. Miami Dolphins name Tua Tackle by Loa as their starting quarterback Tua. and bench Fitzpatrick. And then came out today that Fitzpatrick was, was uh, heartbroken. quote heartbroken yeah. over it. Yeah, that, that's a. I just want to give the fourth and three team a round of applause. We called that earlier this year when two. Then when they drafted Tua, oh, we all knew that was going to happen. But but I did say that Ryan Fitzpatrick would play well. Yeah, you I, you were almost thinking that he was going to play the whole season. I honestly still think he should. Like, why I'm, shouldn't he? Like exactly. Like the players respond to him. Like that dude has such a vibe. And they they love it, and they're three and three. They're second in the division. Like, why pull the guy? And as we as we talked about earlier, the team follows the the quarterback's energy. And like you didn't see, like Tua didn't necessarily play. Like, no, he he didn't play. I think we talked about this meaningful snaps. Yeah, he played the last drive. He had two passes, and they weren't even really passes. Exactly. Who Dump cares? Offs. Did you guys see the picture of Russell Wilson and Tua together? They look like twins. It's like his clone. I could actually see that. But no, honestly, I thought it was adorable. He snapped. Adorable. He, no, he was he was uh, FaceTiming his family sitting in the middle of the field, like full uniform and, and everything. Like, you know what I'm talking about? You see that? You see the photo? No, no. Yeah. So it's literally someone took a video from like up top and it's just him in the middle of the field with his phone FaceTiming his parents. Pits or Tua? Tua. Tua. Yeah. Because like it was his first game. His parents weren't there to make it. There was like, you're not starting. Mm-hmm. So, oh, dude, I oh, it was adorable. Adorable. If you haven't seen it, go look at it. I'll show you. He loves the game. Loves it. Just like we do. Loving it. All right. Let's talk about the weekly preview. Uh, First game we got coming up tomorrow night being Thursday. That is the New York Giants visiting the Philadelphia Eagles. Go birds. I'm going birds for sure. This might be the lock of the week for me, folks. I'm taking Eagles as well. I honestly, after what Carson showed me in that second half, if he can play like that for 45 to 60 minutes. That Giants defense kind of good, though. They kind of good. But so is ours. That's true. Like low key, ours Danny has- Jones has been an upset for all of fantasy. Last year he was balling. He was getting like yeah. three to four touchdowns a game. See, now he's like twenty third quarterback. My biggest issues are linebackers. Still, Nathan Gary is absolutely horrendous, and it makes me so mad each and every week that he still has a job. And I'll talk about it later. But I have a huge issue with our linebacking crew, and that's the only reason I have a possible doubt. But no, Eagles win this game. Divisional game. We got the Cleveland Browns going to Cincinnati, trying to get their uh, season back on track. Browns. Browns. I am also taking the Browns. However, I could see the Browns losing this game. It's only I, a I think three they blow point. Out. It's only three what? points. Yes, the Bengals or the Browns are only projected for three points, I need a.k.a. To, six points. That's need, what they're really projected for. I need for, to find a boogie then. Yeah, for sure. Sheesh. They're going to win by 10. I wouldn't be so sure about that. I'm I'm fairly positive. Me too. I'm just saying, I don't think that's a lock by any means. I do. You got five on it? In-state battle? No, because I'm not. I'm taking the Browns as well. I'm just saying that I don't think that's a lock. That's fair. 
I would take a five dollar bet over ten. I'm not betting on it. I'm just okay. He's guys. saying there's like the possibility of it happening isn't. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got, got you. you. I got. We got it's you. We got it's, you. It's like I think it's it's like we got you over here. Sixty forty. You know, That's I think fair. it's sixty percent chance the the Browns win, but forty percent chance the Bengals win. I mean, divisional game. Bro's looking good. Divisional yeah. game. The Browns look awful, and they don't have Nick Chubb anymore. Exactly. Which Cream. obviously affected the rush game. True, but Cremont is still very good. He wasn't last week. Yeah, and he beats women. He What's the next? That, game? He wasn't that great the week before either. He kicked one, Jared. That's different. Yeah. What's the next game? <laughs> Got the Dallas Cowboys going to Washington. Um, honestly, it's I want to pick Washington. I'm going to pick um, Dallas. I'm picking but Washington. Man, I want to pick Washington. I'm, I'm picking Washington. Yeah, I'm picking Washington. Nick, ride with us. Let's do this together. No, I'm, yeah, I'm Kyle game. Allen, third game in. He knows the system. No, it, it doesn't matter, dude. That defense looks so bad. Scary Terry. Like, so, so bad. Yeah, Terry McLaurin's honestly. Are you going to start him? I'm between him and the clam chowder. Jameson Crowder. I got you. Yeah. Um, We got the Detroit Lions going to Atlanta. I'm going to take the Lions. I'm going to take the Lions. I'm taking the Lion. I think a Lion could be a uh, Falcon. Um, If a Falcon came swooping down at a Lion, what there's land? no... What world would a Falcon ever beat a Lion? If he blinds it? See, well, the Lions still kill it. Falcons no, go imagine, 120 miles per hour. Imagine a Falcon diving in. 120 miles per hour. Both, both towns, while it's obviously just roaming, because that's what they do, and then just go, bam! Claws straight into the eyeballs, dig deep. And that's not going to kill the lion, though. It'll blind it, though. It's going to blind it. Yeah. And then it can pick at pick at its other eyeballs. Yeah, and then it's, it's a slow game. I just no, I, I get his bird friends. In any way, shape, or form ever see a falcon taking down. A okay, lion. if a falcon couldn't fly, then obviously. No, even with a falcon flying. Well, falcons are the fastest animal on Earth. Dude, have, yeah. you, ever, have you ever, Great. like... You take it down a lion. <laughs> it's Nick, like give you a little leopard rope. 30 times its size. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, like your little rope, like you know, you just kind of like dangle it, and like Maya's like, "Oh my goodness, do that!" But like with a falcon flying super fast, <laughs> sure, like okay. flips around, he's like, "Oh my god, boom, but blind!" First off, you know how sharp my cat's claws are. Imagine a lion where the paws are probably bigger than our hands, bigger than my face on a, you know? fal- on a diving two, falcon. Okay, well, yeah, I'm not saying the falcon's not going to get some good licks in, but I mean, it just takes one little, and it's squashed okay i'm taking like, a line take the lines like on the mosquitoes. Sure. Lions. 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 that's what i'm saying i still pick the lines either way as a football team oh probably Al- as a predator but atlanta's still, favored you, by three and a half isn't what? that crazy i don't get it i'm taking the lines lines are gonna for sure win uh the matthew stafford effect is going to throw all over kenny galladay is a monster i would never trade him for mike evans and i just think the lines now are get it i done. get why you're starting stafford carolina panthers okay. are going to the new orleans saints taking the saints off a bye I'm going to take the Saints, too, because they're going to have Michael Thomas back. Uh, however, I think that's going to be a closer game than we think. It's probably, I'm expecting 34 to 24, and the Saints get that double-digit lead at the very end. All right, what about a Panther versus a Saint? The Saint, all he has is a Bible. I think it depends on the Saint. Are we talking like St. Francis? He's going down. Are we talking like Mother Teresa? I'm talking about Mother Teresa ain't laying down for Judge. Shit. You know, all right, <clears throat> moving Honestly, on here. Wait, I actually didn't mention it, but uh, I'm actually gonna throw out the Carolina Panthers to win that game. Oh, a Panther over a judge, Panther the Saints, all right, over a Saint. So we got AJ. I, I had to think about it for a second. You guys talked about random nonsense for a second, so I, I had extra time to think. I'm still gonna ride with the Panthers, divisional game, Teddy B. It's in a lot of tough games this week. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are going to the New York Jets. We're going to take a steamroll in here for the Bills, right? 11 point favorites, it's gonna be like 20. Bet the over. Yeah. And honestly, like Zach Moss might be a good play. I was thinking that this as week well. Randomly, he was like, almost a flexi for me. Was he? I would say, yeah. It's just, it's Spoiler. one of those games. Devin Spoiler. Singletary, this is probably a game to start him. I think it's going to get out of control early. Stefan Diggs maybe has three touchdowns in the first half and, you know, game yeah. over. Yeah, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> I have Josh Allen too, so let's go. All right, we got the Green Bay Packers. They're going to go visit Houston. It's going to be a beatdown of the century. I have the Packers. Coming back up on top. I have the Packers winning, uh, scoring at least over 40 points. That defense sucks. It does. Honestly, I the will. The Titans I will scored give you that. 46. But if you're a Deshaun Watson owner, 
you're going to get some sick garbage time points. The Titans are pretty good, Jared. They're the pretty Titans good. are good. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying they're not very explosive besides Derrick Henry. They are and very AJ explosive. Brown. Well, AJ and Brown's back. AJ, uh, oh, AJ Brown's very good. And who's the other guy? I can't think of his name. Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Corey Davis. John, no, John U. Smith has more touchdowns. And John, and John Smith. Smith. Okay, yeah. And so Ryan Tannehill's playing amazing. He just amazing. proved a point. Yeah, I'll say that the Titans are super good. I didn't prove a point. I In proved a point. It's more, Thank it, you. I think it's more impressive that Houston kept up with the Titans. Actually, did the Titans come back? Were yeah, the Titans, yeah Titan, Titans came back. Yeah. Like Simba. Nice, dude. All right, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Tennessee Titans. Oh, this is a tough this game. Is such a tough game. I'm going to take this the Titans at home. I'm going to take the Steelers because they're without Devin on Bush. Roll. On another hit, uh, teams of the undefeated. But let's go, Benry Steelers. You have like t- losing Taylor Lewan is a big deal. Yeah, because yeah, but losing Devin Bush the, is also a big deal. Yeah, very true. But is that a, the Steelers' defensive line is so good? Like that's a huge issue. So when you're going against a team without their left tackle and trying to plug and play players, because there's going to be stuff going on, I still think the Steelers' offense is that good. Is this the first game Derrick Henry does not rush for over 100 yards? No. Ooh. Like gun to my head? No. But like in my heart? Yes. See, I think... I think... I for sure think Derrick Henry is going to get his touches or get get his yards. It's it's hard to imagine that beast of a human to not. But the only way that I really see the Titans winning this game is if Big Ben does what he do does when he plays away, That's which is not good. That's true. But like the emergence of Chase Claypool, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, you still got Juju, you got James Conner. I don't think you're going to hold him down the same. Oh, he's got he has four legitimate weapons. Four legitimate weapons, and I think that's that's cause for concern. You could for the argue rest of the five NFL. legitimate weapons because he also got Eric Ebron, Ooh, shoot. who is a red zone and I, machine. And I guess I didn't even consider James Washington. I he's good. Oh, James Washington is good. So I'll throw James makes, Washington is a wide receiver too on most other NFL teams. That's fair. So then I would give them six legitimate weapons. I like. I really don't care. The Titans. I still think are going to stay in every single game because Derrick Henry's up. Friggin' monster and definitely a top five running back in the NFL. James Washington Nick. would probably be wide receiver one on the Jets. Well, True. This that's is the closest that's Jameson game. Crowder's a slot guy. This is but the yeah. closest game of the week. It's only a one point five favorite to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. So but, and, and they always give three points to the home team. True. So it's really four and a half points yeah. to the Steelers. We ride in Steelers, though. All right. Then this next game is my favorite game of the week. Seattle Seahawks at the Arizona Cardinals. Bird battle. I'm going to Hawk. Cardinals can't yeah. even. Cardinals eat yeah, like bird I, food. I'm going Cardinals, dude. Really? Divisional yes. game. Divisional game. Arizona plays well against Seattle. They're coming off a that's, huge that's win. That's a good fact. They, they're going to rush the ball. Uh, Seattle has not been very good on defense. Definitely not good against the rush. Um, I And Kyler Murray is starting to come around. He was a little bit slow for a little bit there, but watching Monday night's game, Man, that boy can run. Okay, so I'm going to debate they're gonna, that. They're going to control the clock is what I think. That's fair. But on the contrary, you have DK friggin' Metcalf. Yes, you do. Going against Tyler Baker. Lockett. Buda Baker. They can only cover one. Buda Baker does everything. That's true. But are, are you telling me that like between an old Patrick Robinson and um, Buda Baker, they can cover Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf in every play? Well, no, not every play. No. I'm not saying that they're going to shut down Seattle, but I'm going to take the Cardinals winning 34 to 30. This should be the game. This is the game of the week, correct? I think so. I'll say, I, I think, think this should be. The, I think if not, sh- the Steelers-Titans. True. Oh, my goodness. What a huge game, guys. No, Steelers-Titans is at four. Oh, so that is the game of the week. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I think they both are, to be honest. But either way, um, I still got to stick with the Seahawks. Hawk. I mean, I'm partially biased because I have DK Metcalf in a couple leagues, but still, it's DK friggin' Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and Chris Carson and Russell Wilson in a terrible defense. It's going to be a great game, but no matter what, 
the Seahawks pull off these weird wins. Yep. I think they get this one. All I know is that if you have playing fantasy and you have players out both teams, I would start them this week. Oh, 100 percent Yeah. That, this is gonna be both. a nice game. Um uh, next we got the Jaguars at the Chargers. I'm gonna get the Chargers right in the Chargers. Ship. Chargers. Yep, that defense is great. We got the Niners visiting the Pats. I'm gonna take the Patriots. Yep, Patriots. No, 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 no. No, Niners. 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 Wait. Wait, I Niners don't, I don't think Patriots? Patriots are not gonna lose two games though. Niners at the Patriots. Also, Raheem Mostert, who Played most of that game. Taking the Niners. Got in that big league, but I'm still going to stick with the Niners. Niners. I see your point. I'm taking the Pats for sure. In fact, I think the Pats win by double digits. Wow. Whoa. Bold. Whoa. Move. Well, especially when they get John Ross. Bold. God. I, or I, Antonio. Probably happen. Again. Again, yeah. Maybe he's supposed to go to the Seahawks, too. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Lock and Josh Gordon. Who they still? I don't even know if he plays. What they should be doing is they should be trading Minnesota for our good defensive players. That's what Seattle should be. Or doing. Justin Jefferson. That will never happen. Oh, Not, there, we got are, Jefferson for another two years before we get rid of him. I say yeah. who's who's the most heartbreaking if you were to lose Harrison Smith or Eric Kendricks? I would assume Smith. Um, no, it's actually gonna be Eric Kendricks to me. It's funny. I was talking to my brother about this the other day. Um, I actually want to trade Harrison Smith because number one, I think we can still get maybe a third round pick for him. Um, and two, I think out of every single player on the Vikings, he deserves a Super Bowl the most. That guy is so good, and he's always underrated, and he's a great teammate. I want him to be – I want the – you know, the Seahawks should be trading for him. I want him to yeah. be you my know? dad. He is my dad. Dude, honestly, the fact that, like, when he got uh, kicked out of that game against the Titans, oh, I believe, like, honestly, like, after that happened, he appealed it and was basically just like, I didn't do anything wrong. Exactly. And then all of like the Vikings head coaches and like front office, they're all just like, Are you kidding me? But the fact they support him as much as they do, yep. that's so and he like he seems like a solid of the earth guy. So it's mm-hmm. yeah. Well another reason why I think we'll trade him away is uh or why I think we should is after this year, he so if we cut him this year as like a ten million dollar cap hit, yeah. if we cut him next year, we can do it for nothing. So Works we might every as time. well trade him and get some value for him and exactly. get some more youth into the building. Yep. Um, and then I think the same should go for Anthony Harris because I think we can get a first for him, depending on who we trade him to. Yeah, but you also just you just used a franchise tag on him. Exactly. So I think that's gonna be their one guy they keep for a long period of time. They had Harrison Smith, you gotta keep a safety. A good one at that, a very good one at that. Mm-hmm. I think they keep him. Yeah, I probably think they keep him too, because when am I ever right? Uh, but that's what I'd Never. like to see. Uh, sorry, so we got the Kansas City Chiefs going to the Denver Broncos. I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs in that game. Chiefs. That's actually my lock of the week on DraftKings. I'm still in the boys. Yeah, it there should be Chiefs. Uh, we got the Buccaneers going to the Raiders. Taking the Bucks. Yeah. I, think this I, could, is... I could see the Raiders winning again oh, like they did sure against, against the Saints. I think it's going to be what a similar type game. Well, well, that was true, too. I really watched that they game. They put a 40 ball up against I the wasn't on the red zone. Um, I, th- I think that's different, though, and I still think, yeah. I'm taking the Raiders on a condition that the entire Raiders O-line will be intact. And this is the first time Gruden plays against his old team since he lost the league. Oh, that's awesome. I actually did not know that, but I still think the Bucks' defense is too good for Derek Carr. I think it rattles him a guy who's known to get rattled and actually cried in a game. So, no, I still think the Bucs are going to, I wouldn't say carry this game away, but they're going to. If you're crying, too many many hormones. He cried. Happy meal afterwards, okay? He cried during a game. really is the winner? Tua cried. Uh, In happiness. Last game of the week, and this is an interesting one. We got the Chicago Bears going to the Los Angeles Rams. Going to the Rams. They're not losing two. They're going to wax. They're going to wax the Bears. The Bears' offense looks like trash. True, but that defense is phenomenal. So is the Rams. They have the most rushing yards in the league. What does that have to do with their defense? Doesn't matter. They're going to run all over that defense. Dude, (laughs) Jared, Jared, if we break this down. um, I'm not trying to break it down. Nick Foles one time played played the Bears in a playoff game. It was an interesting game. Great defenses. Came down to the wire. Of course, that one came down to Cody Park. And it was sick, double-doinked it. Um, but Nick Foles is Nick Foles. And for whatever reason, he has some magic happening this season. And I'm not going to bet against him. At this point, where he is, and he also mentioned Meek Mill last week, he said he listens to country and Christian rap. 
I heard that. Which I don't know Nick what that Bowles? is. Yeah. Wow. In in something dreams. That kills. Meek Mill. Yeah. That kills it for me. It does. But at the same time, <laughs> apparently before the, the last game, before the Panthers game, uh, somebody played Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. And he said, I listen to country, Christian rap. But if Meek comes on, I get dancing. That's did, right. Did you, AJ? see nick Foles' interview after the game on he was, friday he was heated dude. oh he my was so god pumped. dude i can understand why that guy won a super bowl he yeah. is a leader yeah he's got leadership qualities that's the way he spoke jared you you would yeah you 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 you, uh, you, you would run through a brick wall for that guy yeah if he was like talking to you just as, a leader. as we've just talked about twice now much. where does the team always follow all right Next game, we got the Chicago. Oh, no, that was last game. The quarterback. I, I just didn't pick. I just didn't pick. Yeah, you didn't pick. Yeah. I'm going to take. Holy oh, moly, so it's Foley. Because I usually can see the Bears going five and two. But I've been doubting the Bears all year. Everyone always doubts Nick Foles. Everyone's going to doubt Nick Foles this week. Nick, are you going to doubt? Nick I'm Foles? doubting the entire Bears. I'm taking the Bears after watching. Yeah, that. let's oh, go. Geez. Here we go again. Nick Here Foles, again. baby. <laughs> All right, everybody, that more or less sums up uh, whatever we were just talking That's about. These previews. Um, we're going to take Week one more seven. quick break. Then we're going to come back with the flexies, and then we'll get out of here. We'll let you go back to your normal, daily, boring lives. All right. Thank you all for sticking around. It's going to be a couple seconds for you. It's going to be a couple minutes for us. Jared, are you ready to get flexy? I'm fourth and three. Welcome back, everybody. We are here for the best segment of our podcast so Woo! far. You know what it is. Yes, it's sir. time to flexi. There we go. All right. So we're going to do it a little bit different this week. Uh, generally, we go in a circle picking one flexi. Uh, but uh, our wonderful co-host had this idea where we're just going to. I'm just going to name all the flexes of the week. Ooh. And then we're going to all agree or disagree. Yeah, that's right. All right. So we're going to start from the top. Um Jared, you have wide receivers. You have Tim Patrick, who is off Denver, right? Yep, Tim Patrick. And then you also got Travis Fulgham, who is off the Falcons. You shut your mouth. And off the Eagles. Uh, go Birds, Eagles. Uh, birds. Then we got birds. tight ends. We got Evan Ingram off the Giants and Eric Ebron off um, the uh, Steelers. Steelers. And then we got Elliot Ellerbox because another person with two E's in their names. Uh, for me, I got the running backs. I have a couple tangents. We got Justin Jackson and Josh Kelly. We got DeAndre Swift off the Lions. And then we got J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson off the football team. You like your duos. Yeah. Well, community backfields. That's not necessarily even flex. You just get, you're like, one of those two might do well. Well, here's the deal. You guys give players that are like 90% rostered in leagues. No. I'm trying to give people that you can pick up off the free agent wire. To fill in for your bye weeks. Okay, I picked up Evan Ingram off our waivers as of 20 minutes ago. Yeah. This is your one pick that was a free agent. Two, okay, how many people are starting Eric Ebron? I get, and I guess for me, I usually draft tight ends very high. I have Mark Andrews, George Kittle, and Travis Kelsey. So, like, I don't typically worry about these late-round guys. Personally, that's a, that's a personal ideal. But at the, at the end of the day, that's how I roll. So as far as these guys, like if you're starting them, I consider it to be flexy because there's. Let's a, talk about your guys. There's e a midriff e of guys. Evan so. Ingram and who? Eric Ebron and Ebron. I do e not. E I, I, I do not see Evan Ingram being a flexy pick of the week. I feel like Ebron will do better than Ingram this week. I actually, I think they're both flexy. Which one will do better? The I kind of actually want to go Evan Ingram only for the fact that they're, he's playing the worst team and the Steelers have a lot of mouths to feed. It's also true. But I am, as player to player, I, I would rather have Eric Ebron. Jared, how did uh, Tyler Higby, you actually shot him as a flexi, I think in our first episode. I think it was the first like four episodes. Yeah, against the Eagles. Was he a flexi pick that week? He was absolutely. He had three touchdowns that how week. Did, how did George Kittle do? He got about 300,000 yards. Okay. Um, Mark Andrews. Not the record, by the way. Mark Andrews was the first guy that was actually held in check, and that 
wasn't because it was just the game was out of control for the majority of the game. Out of control. So when you're not in competition, you don't have to catch a bunch of touchdowns. Yep. That's what Mark Andrews has been doing. Against the Eagles, they didn't have to. The Eagles are one of the worst teams right now. Our linebacking crew is that bad. That's why I'm saying Evan Ingram is a super flexy pick. Should be a starter. I would agree with you, actually, AJ. After looking at the the injuries for the Giants, Ingram will definitely play outplay Ebron. Slayton's out. Slayton's not out. Well, he's about to be. He has some sort of foot issue. He's and not then, out, though. What are, what's the other guy? Golden Tate? Golden Tate's in, but there's another person that's also injured. As a wide receiver? Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard. That's fair. I'll say, but Darius Slayton, he's going to play. Darius Slayton. He might. He's questionable. questionable. No, no, I'll say he's going to play. Play. Depends on what app you look at in my sleeper app. He is not injured. I've listened to a little bit of it. I think he's going to play. I'm going to play him with faith because the Eagles, I don't know. If he goes against Darius Slay, which would actually be kind of funny, Darius Slay versus Darius Slayton, I think Slay gets the better of him, which would also be a bummer. So that's my thing. Again, Evan Ingram is the guy. Who's your pick? I like Justin Jackson and Josh Kelly. I think you can play either one of them. Justin Jackson is rostered in 64% of leagues. Josh Kelly is rostered in 55%. So there's a pretty good chance that he's going to be available if you need to pick up a running back because you have one on by this week. Um, personally, I would f- probably start Justin Jackson on top of Kelly if you had the option. Reason being, Kelly is more of a receiving back, and they've generally been playing from behind as good as that defense is. And Justin Herbert is pretty good unless those are running backs. Yeah. Um, but either way, I think both of them have a chance of getting you about 50 yards and a touchdown. Uh, which is definitely quality if you're trying to fill in a bye week spot. Um, I got a couple other picks, but before we do that, let's jump into Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick, my boy. I've been looking up, looking at him over the waiver wire over the past several weeks. He did what he needed to do against the Patriots, got another 100 yards. Actually, in the past three consecutive weeks, he's had double-digit fantasy points. He's definitely going to be a flexi peak. peak plick. Can I speak today? <laughs> Pick this week if I had to pick a guy. Uh, My other guy, between the two, if you had to start a flexi player, would you start Fugly Fulgham or Tim Patrick? Fulgham. Fulgham. Against the Giants defense. And And he's on fire. He's also, since Terrell Owens in 2004, the first Eagle to have three uh, touchdowns in each of his first three games. Since T.O. T.O. What was that? NBA game, I can't remember, but it was like you take you make a shot, you make the second shot, and then you're smoking. If you hit that third shot, you're on fire, and then you just shoot. NBA Jam, NBA Jam, yeah. yeah. Well, Travis Fulgham is playing NBA Jam right now, and he just hit his third shot in a row, and that guy's on fire. I'm predicting another hundred yards and a touchdown. Carson trusts him, and he hasn't had a wide receiver that he can just. Especially, it was a fourth and nine. It was his like 18 yard touchdown, mm-hmm. and it was again Carson got the it was an all out blitz, zero blitz. Carson just heaved it up. Travis Fulgham, the only guy, for the Eagles at least, that proves he can actually catch a contested catch. So it's awesome to see, and I think Travis Fulgham is going to continue this. I do. Um. Okay, so I guess we're looking at my last two players. That's actually three players. Um. I got DeAndre Swift. Um, now, granted, he is not going to be a waiver wire pickup because he's rostered in, I think, 90% of leagues. Yeah. And he is playing the 15th ranked defense. So that's not very good either. But you know what? He scored two touchdowns last week and had not a bunch of yards, but quality yards. What was it? 80 to 100? Something like that. I know he had two touchdowns. I think it was, yeah. it was a 50 to 100. Honestly, it was a good amount of yards, but two touchdowns. He's getting the goal line kept, or um, carries. The algorithm. And, he, and it looks like he took over for Adrian Peterson. Yeah, the algorithm so I think, to play him. I, I think DeAndre Swift is a great play this week, especially against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, and then next we got JD McKissick and Antonio Gibson. They're playing the 25th ranked defense. Now Antonio Gibson is rushing in most leagues, so he's probably not going to be available. If he is, I would swoop him up because I think he's a little, a little rocket that's just on a bad team. Uh, but JD McKissick is available in most leagues. I think he put up about 80 yards last week, was just missing that touchdown. But you know what? If he's going to score in any game. Sorry, but he's going yeah. to score in this one. No, I think that's a good pick. I'll say I agree with the Antonio Gibson. J.D. McKissick is going to have a ton of points, especially in a PPR. If you're in kind of like the late round try to catch up game, which they're 
they could yeah, win. I, I, I guess I just don't necessarily. I think out of they're the playing two, Dallas. Out of the two teams that you that you played, either the Chargers or the Redskins, both by committee. I would think I would go with the Chargers running backs because I think they have more chance of winning by more. Oh, see, I'm going with Washington for sure. Um, they have Kyle Allen, who you know you don't you don't know, but PPR they're playing, they're be playing good. Dallas. Though. PPR would be awesome. They're playing Dallas. And I'm expecting them is to it, put up quite a bit. Is of it at Washington? It is at Washington. Okay, then yeah, I would say I would agree. I would say they have to go Washington, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that's an Antonio Gibson game. I think he actually gets over 100 yards because Dallas is. They're bad. Oh, dude, they're so bad, and especially a lot of a lot of experts predi- like predicted them to be within the top five teams easily. So, well, Kenyon just gashed them for 166 yards. Take away that 69 yeah. yard run, that's still 97. Yeah, I mean, you can't tell me that they're not going to at least get the opportunity to put up a big day. And again, this flexi is maybe you got a bye week, you got to plug someone in. JD McKissick is available in like 60% of leagues. Plus maybe you get like that four catches, 68 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, dude, you could take that screen 30 yards for a touchdown yeah. and then get a couple other third down couple things, first downs, you know. Maybe eight rushes, even like 35 yards, but you get all that receiving, especially in a PPR if we get, we got to go back to that cuz he's a more of a third down back. No, I agree. I'll say I actually think those are both How, how many fans do you think can fit into the Washington football team stadium? You mean what they're allowing or like how many they can actually fit? Can actually cool. fit their capacity. 57. 57,000? Yeah. AJ? I think it's high. Maybe like 42. They can fit 80,000 people yeah. in Washington's football stadium. The highest is Dallas is at 100. What's the smallest? Well, Which team smallest? has the smallest stadium for capacity? Um. Well, it probably, the it probably was year. the Rams with the Coliseum, but now that that's no longer a thing. Is it is it currently? Oh, current. Smallest um, stadium. Hmm. That is a I like Cards? that question, Jared. Wait, way to spice this podcast up. The Arizona list. No. It's It's in the NFC. It is in the NFC. Okay. It's in the NFC North. Is it really? It is in the is NFC it North. Is it Lambo? It is Soldier Field. No really? way. Sixty one thousand capacity. Wow. 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 Nice. (laughs) Nice. That's actually a great tidbit, Jared. I appreciate your fact. Yeah, dude. That was awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's more Bears fans than the last six weeks. I'm I'm, I'm sure there's more Bears fans than there are Washington football team fans. Maybe they should switch up stadiums. Yeah. Switch it up. Who knows? NFL COVID season. Anything goes. Anything goes. Okay, everybody. Well, that sums up everything. We hope you like those flexes. We hope they work out for you. We're not right on every single pick, but we get a couple right. So roll that dice, play that player, and win your fantasy game. And get a seven. This is Nick signing off. This is the Week 7 Preview Podcast. With me, as always, are my co-hosts. Jared. AJ, if you listen this long, appreciate you. Have a good one. On 4th and 3.